Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. Y'all good. <laughs> well, I'd set them up where it was one, two, three, and four. And then you, you switched up on me, oh. so I had, <laughs> had to go backwards. <laughs> Don't make me do math. Oh, man, I'm glad they got your car fixed without it costing you yeah, your soul. That was a that was a welcome phone call there. <laughs> What'd you have going God. on? What'd you have going well, on? With you? Um, last week, my I was sitting at the drive uh the drive through at the telephone company and my dashboard lit up like a christmas tree like everything that could possibly go wrong in that car it was just setting bells and whistles off all over it and uh it was the uh it turned out to be the turbo uh so i took it to a honda and they looked at it and said all right well here's the cost or the part you're going to need to fix this, and here's what the labor's going to cost. And it was just under $2,000. <clears> so yeah, That's what I said Friday night. What? Like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you tell him you were just sitting still in a drive-thru? Yeah, I, I, I told him exactly <laughs> what happened. Cause, yeah. Um, but all signs pointed to the turbo system in that car, and it's a known issue. They They know. It, it's a it's a bad design, so I think they fixed it with the newer parts. But the you know the parts the car is built with don't quite meet up to spec for what it should. Anyway, uh, the guy called me today and said, uh, "Hey man, I got good news. And I got great news." I was like, "Hit me." <laughs> he said, "Good news is your car's fine. Everything we got it back together. Everything's everything's perfect." I was like, all right. He was like, the great news is we managed to do it under warranty. So you don't owe us anything. What? So, yeah. I dodged a $2,000 bill today. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Honda. You know, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So they they fixed the part, the same part that they said was bad? Was that what they found out? They replaced the whole system, the whole turbo system. So your car is that is juiced right it's, now. Yeah, it, I mean it's building boost again, which is what it should have been doing before and wasn't. And if when that doesn't happen, it ruins everything. Like it set it it locks up the like emissions control, all of it. It was a I don't know, it was a it was a bad day. And no, <laughs> last last week, if you were living in California, had no emissions control. They'd put oh, you God. under the jail. Yeah. You go straight to, <laughs> straight to San Quentin, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what me and Tink were talking one time about moving here, moving there. You know, I said, well, if we're moving, I want to move somewhere. I got year round motorcycle weather. I want to go somewhere where I can ride at least ten, eleven months out of the year. I don't want to do this shutting down for three or four months at a time. And she's what. Well, Arizona, I'm like, Arizona would be great. You know, you, you know, not, not, not humid, arid heat, you know, where you're not melting while you're on the bike. Right. You know, or, or like Nevada, like Vegas or Carson City, somewhere like there. Even like Reno, I know it gets cold up, up that way, close to Lake Tahoe and everything. It was like, that'd, that'd be all right too, you know. And she said, uh, 
like Northern California. I'm like, there ain't no fucking way I'm moving to California with those motorcycles. And she's like, why? Well, I said, because they are highly illegal in California. <laughs> <laughs> then the guy, the the guys over at the uh, Reddit, subreddit for Harley, you know, a ton of those guys are like, hey, I'm moving to California. What do I need to know? <laughs> Don't you better keep that bike stocked because all all bikes pretty much now, uh, mo- more Harley than anything else because you know the cruiser market, the Harleys and things like that, they're really big into aftermarket exhausts. That's louder and whatnot. Those are not California compliant, uh, pipes. Oh, anything aftermarket California will write you the biggest ticket. It's a fix it ticket. You can, you can get the ticket dropped. If you'll go have your bike put back to standards, but an exhaust for Harley is like $2,000. So you're going to spend $2,000 to get a legal exhaust put on it and then have to go back and get the regular exhaust put on if you get a ticket. It's not like peeling 10 off a window or something. You know, it's, it's a pretty big process. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I would never move to Northern California. I'd never move to California, period, with those bikes. It's not worth it. Oh, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hango Show. I'm your host, Tango Wood. Back again. They got the boys with me. I got Jut. got Harpoon. How y'all doing this week? Good. Great. Good deal. Uh, so what's been going on at the shop? Y'all been busy? We were, um, it, it was a, it was a steady weekend. It wasn't ever, it wasn't like a, either, either way. We had one, one really good night in there. Um, but I, I really feel like most everybody is still eating at the, at the new place here in town, you know, oh, they yeah. got a, a full parking lot and they got a wrap around on drive through and yeah. at least three or four nights this week. I've, I've headed that way after work and there's been cars waiting to turn in to get <laughs> yeah. in line. That's what I told mom when I was That's headed a burger. to work. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's a hamburger. <laughs> I told mom the other night, I was like, headed to work. I said, and I said, I got there, they got the new joint. She's like, Oh, were they busy? I'm like, the drive through was lined up. I said, and there were two cars stopped waiting in the center turn lane. And she goes, not waiting. I was like, yeah. I said, yeah. they were sitting there. Cars in park, blinker on, because there was nowhere else to go into the parking lot for the for the, for the burger joint. And she's like, they're going to get hit sitting there. I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah. Make a lap. That's what you, <laughs> what you need to do. The uh, the first day, I, I saw them over on the, the far right-hand shoulder. Uh, yeah, that's right. where they were. The Just curb. lined up against the curb <clears throat> on that, you know. But right there in the middle lane, man. You get wiped out. Yeah. Now, I told Tinker the other morning, I, was, I came home from work. Uh, I guess it was Monday morning. It was one of the one of the mornings I came home at six, so I get back here to town like at six twenty somewhere around there, six fifteen, and uh, I drove by and man, the line already to the road all wow. the way around. I got home. I said, "Well, the new place in town, then people must have just camped out there overnight until they opened up, opened up this morning. <laughs> so the line's already back out in the road again." And I'm, I'm with you. It's a it's a fucking hamburger. You know, it's a new hamburger for town, you know, but dang, people are actually, but they've had one of those in every town around here. That's what I'm saying. Well, I guess not something new. Yeah. There's a bigger line for that than there are the COVID shots. Man. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I got mine this week. I, I sent y'all the picture. Yeah. I went and I got the, uh, <clears throat> I got out of massage appointment. I had Friday morning and uh Massa friend of the show texted me and said, Hey, I know you said you were interested in the Johnson and Johnson shot. I'm up here getting, she's getting her son's physical, I guess for school or something sports. 
And she said, I heard them mention that they've got the Johnson and Johnson shot here. If you hadn't got it yet. <laughs> so like as soon as she sent me that, I called them. Yep. We, we, we got three more appointments set up. When do you want to come in? I said, soonest one you got. She's like, we'll see you at two. And so I went in there and got my shot. And I sent it to my boss. I'm like, Hey, anybody at work, a couple people at work have said that they're not really big on either Moderna or Pfizer, the, the, the two dose one. I said, anybody at work wants the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Uh, they've got it over here in town because the same clinic's got a location over there. <clears throat> she said, okay, thanks for letting us know. I came by here Saturday and, um, went over saw mom and she's like, you know, how do you feel? I was like, well, it's a little it's sore, you know, just for getting a shot. It's a you know, tender spot. And she's like, I think me and pops are going to get one. And I was like, well, you better call them now and make sure, make sure they've got them. You know, she's going to get the Johnson Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. They weren't big on the, the two dose vaccine either. Um, and so she called them and like, we're hoping we'll still have some, you know, by the end of next week, we're trying to get some more of it in. So, I mean, they've, they've been, Apparently they've been handing it out over there, you know, which I don't, if you want to get a vaccine, great. If you don't, that's fine too. It's, it's not a, I'm not one of those people who says you got to have it done, you know, but so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got much. I mean, just from, from my job being at a damn hospital and at night I have to go through the ER, which is where they've got everybody with COVID symptoms sitting, you know? And so, uh, and it, there's been a couple hospitals I have to, I have to service, and um, one night I had to wait 20 minutes for them let me back through the ER. And everybody's sitting around there, coughing, hacking, carrying on. I'm like, get me, get me out of here. <laughs> so get, this, wow. get this package dropped off and get the hell out of Dodge, you know. Um, but yeah, I got stuck. Uh, it looks like they're ramping up production. They're getting it out pretty well now, it seems like. Because um, yeah, I heard a couple of reports saying that, I mean, anybody that wants one by you know, first of the summer, May or June, you should be having, you should have access. Right. Well, the state, I was told from work to go through the, um, the state clinics, you know, health clinics. And so I went and looked the other night. So I kind of get an appointment together for this week when I was off and I got on there. They had none of the Johnson and Johnson stuff in our area. I was gonna have to drive a hundred miles each way to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I'm like, well, shit, I said, I'm, I'm not doing that on one day when I'm off, you know? And so, yeah, uh, shout out to Massa for giving me the heads up on where I could get the vaccine. Since I think I'd mentioned to her that I was going to wait for that one. Um, Cause it's more of a traditional vaccine. It's not an RNA vaccine with the other two are. And supposedly it's not as, as uh, good as other two vaccines. It's more like it's a traditional vaccine. It's dead, dead virus. And it gives you a chance to build it build up immunity. And so I was more comfortable with that. Um, it's supposed, it's supposed to be like the flu shot. If you, if you do get the flu or if you do get COVID with this vaccine, the symptoms are supposed to be super minimal, supposed to help cut, cut the, the symptoms if you do get it. So I'm good with that. Uh, yeah. What else has been going on this week? Anything? Oh, um, okay. So, I, so, I, you know, my, I, I've got a, a bass, as a pet. Oh yeah. Let me about my fish. <laughs> I remember you sent me a picture. I was like, Hey, I got, I got a bass for, for the aquarium now. So I've got this, I got my aquarium and, uh, my brother had uh, been fishing right around Christmas time. And, and, uh, I'd already had my aquarium up for a little while and he had caught this 
small bass, you know, about hand size. And uh, <clears throat> called me up and he said, hey, man, I've caught this fish. Would you like to check it out and see if, you know, you want it for your aquarium? I was like, oh, yeah. So he threw it in a five-gallon bucket. I met him halfway from where he was, came home. Anyway, long story short. So now I've had him for a few months. And he is an eating machine. <laughs> I'm talking about it doesn't matter. I mean, he has like no stop switch. Right. If it's in the tank, he's hungry. And I was like, okay, here, you know, hang on. So it's now becoming minnow season, you know, where people are going to go fish live bait and stuff like that. So the, uh, the uh, bait shops are starting to carry minnows. But, I mean, I have been to uh, the pet shop to buy goldfish. Right. Just nonstop, like two or three trips a week, getting 20 fish a, a pop. He's eating like like 60 fish a week, at least. 60 goldfish? 60. And how much are they each? Like 20, 25 cents. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, think, I mean, yeah, add it up. I mean, that adds a, up, yeah. That's more than the cost of feed my cat that I had last year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, man, stop. Time so, to buy stock in some freshwater fish right now. Well, I had to rethink this. I was like, going, okay, dude, you are not going to outsmart me, man. I'm going to, I'm going to buy a tank, another tank, and just have it for my feeders. Okay. Know? So I'll just have, so I can manage how much he gets, other, other than just leave him to the buffet. <laughs> I'm like, no, big boy, we're fixing to reel it in a little bit, you know. Oh man, it's our, our we our dogs. We got the oldest one now. The bigger one, um, she's getting on up age. She's we found out last year she's diabetic, so we've been having to give her diabetes shots. Hang on a minute, we had to give her diabetes shots every morning when she gets done eating for the last year. You know, thankfully, dog insulin doesn't cost the same as adult insulin. Otherwise, we'd we'd be thinking other other plans. I'm afraid, um, but yeah, she uh, she's always been a really finicky eater. Like other dog, you put his food down and it's gone he just inhales that stuff her she'll nibble here nibble she went the last okay so we've always struggled with trying to get her to eat her food in the morning so we can give her her insulin shot they've got to eat something do, do you think man that the that the disease is affecting her taste no i mean she's always been like that oh okay. from the time she's a puppy she's always been very finicky about oh. what she eats oh, okay. um and our other one is the opposite if it's if it's open he's going down his you know his gullet and so, uh, we had to, we had to get these this dietary dog food too. It's the dog food that she didn't like because she was had one particular brand that she wanted. So we started using this dietary dog food, and so we've been trying different things. Usually, like shredded cheese in it, and she'll she'll eat it. Last two or three days, she hadn't ate anything. Wouldn't touch her food. Mm-hmm. Well, then of course we couldn't give her a shot, you know, because she wouldn't eat. And so, I mean, I've I've tried everything. Uh, buying the sausages mashed up, been cooking that dog hot dogs, potted meat. I mean anything trying trying to get her to eat. Well, the day Tink ate her her lunch, she had like some like beef stew, and she'd kind of finished it off. And it was probably I don't know maybe four or five ounces in the bottom, just like the broth. And she's like, "Dang, I pour this on, on her food and she'll eat." I was like, "Not gonna hurt anything, you know." She poured that broth on there, and that dog. Ate that whole bowl. Wow. I mean, just tore it up. So I'm like, well, damn, maybe we got something now. And so today I was just looking through Facebook or Reddit one. 
and this girl had posted that her dad works for Anheuser Busch up in St. Louis. They're making uh, like bone broth, canned bone broth, like for dogs. And so Anheuser Busch is making like really like dog beers where they don't have any alcohol in it. But yeah, it's like pork pork broth, pork bone broth, beef bone broth, and you pour. It, they either drink it themselves, or you can pour it over their food as a gravy. So I'm like, well, oh, my dog's gonna be a bush drinker for now. <laughs> order her some of it. I think a four pack's like five bucks. And so yeah, I'm going to order her some some bush lap bone broth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, things can get out of hand quick with pets, dude. I don't know, and and, and you can give her like um, for treats. We've always used like just pepperonis because it's some of the treats what we'd give them like they would start shedding or they get dandruff or something. If we gave them some kind of real meat like pepperoni or salami, their coats would be silky and shiny from that fat in them, you know. And they don't they don't have all the dandruff and stuff. You know, when we first got got Katie, she had like dandruff, and I'd ask because your Judd's mother. Raises raises dogs, and I asked her what could use using said tea tree oil. A few dabs of that it cleared it up. Mm-hmm. Every time we go back to using like dog treats, quote unquote, actual dog treats, um, she'd get dandruff back. I don't know if it was something and it was was drying out her skin or what it was. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of chemicals that shouldn't be in dog food that they put in there. Yeah. Uh, to cut corners, save money. Um, so you got to be careful. Uh, there's a lot of really really bad foods out there that can do a lot of damage internally and externally to your pets. Yeah. How old your pups now? They're getting, getting on up there. Um, Guinness is 10. Asha is 12. Wow. Really? Yeah. That has gone quick. Yeah. <laughs> y- y'all got Asha when you bought the house, like right, right after you bought the house, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been, been a few years 13, now. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's flown by, man. I mean, me and Tink, see here, we'll be married 14 years in May. I mean, it just it flies by, you know. But we've been together for over 15 years. That's great, man. You know, it's just really weird how, I mentioned to her one night, I, I said something about, man, we've been almost, we've been married almost 14 years. And she said, you've counted every damn day, hadn't you? I said, just about. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are both really lucky, man. You really are. Well, I mean, it's... Well, Nancy and I have been together over 20. Yeah. Yeah. Married for 13 of those years. I think so. we can agree that Tink's one that luck, lucked out with me, though. I mean, she really got lucky to nail this down while she had a chance. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I've got, a, I've got a, a wealth of of news here. I can find where I saved everything at. Now, when you and Nancy met, um, y'all were both in college, right? At the same time? I don't think, no, I wasn't. I was kind of in between. Um, I was work. I actually, I was working full time for you at that point, at that point. Oh, I was in between college and. You must've started the school then like what, like the next semester or something? Because I mean, didn't y'all? I mean, y'all. I went well. I I went to college is the year or the semester after I graduated high school. So ninety seven was my first semester, Uh, and then after that semester was over, I dropped and went back to work at 
yeah constru- the construction company I work for um and then between that I think I started work for you when I came back to start college again uh-huh. in 99 right I took another semester and just figured out that okay college is not going to do <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make it in this. That's what I, all right. So that's the time. That's the and time. That's frame. when we met. Yeah. That's the time. That's the little, the segment that I was talking about because I can remember, um, us staying up really late one night over there at the animal house. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were doing some pretty heavy drinking. James was at mm-hmm. the kitchen table. And, um, I, I don't know, at about two o'clock I had to call it. Yeah. You know, and then James was like, you ain't going nowhere talking to you. Yeah. You got to finish this off. And, and and you had like an English exam that next morning or something, didn't you? That was a different night. Oh, was that? <laughs> uh, Similar buildup, yeah, though, was, right? There was one night uh, where we had a house full of people. And I don't. it was just shot after shot after beer after shot. And, you know, the, the window special. You know, where we just mixed everything that was left over in the bottle. So who who wants that? Of course me. So that. but yeah, I had a I had an English final the next day and I, I don't know how the people around me ended up sitting that close because I smelled like every distillery <laughs> That's right. ever. Um but yeah, ace the final. That's <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I missed there. one question on the final. Was but, it, it causation or correlation? You were drunk and you aced the final. Maybe you should have gotten drunk for every one of your tests. <laughs> that was a major problem. Too. <laughs> it was, was a problem. Was, <laughs> it was a problem. You think, you think this was just an anomaly then? <laughs> you just lucked well, up? Well, I was English. I've always been good with English. Yeah. So it wasn't a problem. You know, it was my biggest problem was hoping I didn't pass out while I was sitting in class. <laughs> Um, from lack of sleep and still being intoxicated, yeah. extremely ex- intoxicated. But uh, back yeah. when back when you were working there uh, at the shop, I would always get you to uh, proofread and spell check all the letters yeah. that like I, like back then, you know, instead of the digital sign that we've got out there now, we used to have those letter boards that you used to have to individually change each letter. And it was like this plastic clear. Yeah, I had to do that shit too. Yeah. yeah. So you had these, like the flash and arrow signs that they used to have out in front of businesses and stuff, you know? And then you had yeah. this little message on there. And, um, <laughs> um, that was, uh, that was, that was, I don't know. Um, dang, I almost lost the track. Where it's okay. Was where was I going with that? What were we talking about? The punishment used to make us include chains of him. No, punishment. <laughs> the, the spell Hang check. Hang spell check. Yeah, you used to get. The, yeah, you used to do the spell check for me because oh. I'd write the messages. Yeah, I'd write the messages, and then I'd say, "All right, Jake, here we go, man. Check this out, man." And you're like, "No, nope, there's an E in that one." And then I, I, I edit all this stuff out. Okay. I mean, I don't just cut it loose. Um, you can definitely cut that part. <laughs> Won't be necessary. <laughs> I'm not as good as, as the guys over it. You know, the guys over at Give Us Some Thought, when I first started listening to them like four years ago, Addison always like bleeped the curse words and, you know, and we cut and whatnot. And when I first started, <laughs> first started my show, me and him were, me and him were talking one night and uh, I said something about something or another. I forgot what it was. And he's like, oh, you still edit your show, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's pretty much, I guess not pretty much, unless it's something just, something totally goes wrong, he'll cut. But yeah, I think now when he gets done recording, 
he puts it right in audacity and converts it to a mp3 and sends it out he's like wow. raw unedited <laughs> unedited <laughs> <laughs> what you get what you get <laughs> I mean, no, he will. Sometimes he'll be talking. He's like, cut the mics. He doesn't matter. Cut the mics off. He comes back on. So I'll be texting. I'm like, what'd y'all say? We took the mics off. I want the full story. Give me the whole thing. Now we have, I, this is still new to me. And so, you know, I, I try to clean my show up best I can as far as cutting and editing and the us and the ahs. Not so much that, but like dead space. We chase a trail. You know, which is usually that's where the good stuff comes out. Somebody goes down a rabbit trail. Oh man, you never did tell you never finished your story, Judd. How you and Nancy met? <laughs> oh, well, we met through over the the shop. Yeah, yeah, through, yeah. through mutual friends. Okay, so I don't know and she just came in there. If you ran into her at the Animal House or what it was. No, uh, I think that well, she was she was dating someone who worked. At the at the shop. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and, won't be needing that, buddy. I'll take her yeah, off your hands. That's uh, what. And you know that's that's how I met her first. Um, and then um, we saw Seriously? each other. We saw each other here and there. Yeah, you know, at different houses, different parties, different people. Yeah. Um, and then you know, after her and other guy broke broke it off. Um. We started talking and got together and been there ever since. The rest is history. Uh, yeah. That was that was nineteen ninety nine. Y'all are just built for each other, man. It just seems like y'all are both on the same wavelength to me. You know, yeah. I mean I've all, I always see both of y'all, man, just so calm and collected and everything just I don't know, it just seems to flow. I'm so daggum high it works, strong. I guess. You know, we're both really chill. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm saying. Yeah, you're all both really we chill. Just kind of mesh. It just yeah. worked. Um, Sometimes, man, I get like guitar string tight, man. I'm like, oh, man, I heard that, you know. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm still working on on getting Nancy on this show. We we had dinner Friday night, and she is still she's making this she's making these terrible demands to have her on this show. <laughs> she's wanting like five packs of M and M's, only the green ones picked out. <laughs> She's wanting like <clears throat> want me to be licensed and bonded, and, and she she she's asking like for advances. Those M and M's have to be sugar free too. <laughs> be deshelled. Yeah. She wanted the green ones, but the shells peeled off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I had no idea, man. Floyd was such a diva. Well, she's like, I want to come hang out, but I don't, I don't want to be recorded. I'm like, that's the whole point of a fucking podcast is being recorded. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just talking. I saw her. I saw her the other day, uh, last week. Um, I was leaving my house and I was I was coming the back way, um, and uh, she was out walking the dog. So I stopped, pulled over. I was like, I was like, Floyd, what's up? She <laughs> <laughs> was like, Oh, I'm just out walking the dog. Which dog was it? Because it could have been if it was Guinness. It was probably walking her. It was both. Oh, she yeah. walks both of them at the same time. She yeah. has some roller blades, and she can just. Oh no, that's. <laughs> Emergency room. <laughs> it would take one squirrel. <laughs> the dogs will be off the races. Oh, gone. Yeah. Uh, that's speaking of emergency room. That reminds me of when we used to have the apartment next to. Do you know when, uh-huh. when, when Nancy broke her arm? Oh, you remember when that happened? I, a little bit. I do. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing her walking around. You know, yeah. oh, hobbled, cast it up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about when 
y'all called and told <laughs> told whoever that that uh that Nancy broke her arm. Who mm-hmm. Nancy was working for? Your brother's married to. Him. Yeah, Nancy broke her arm. <laughs> His brother goes, "Had had she break it?" Jet laid down on top of her. <laughs> His brother goes, "Fat ass," <laughs> rolls over, <laughs> and Jet's not big. At all. <laughs> oh, that that wasn't quite what happened. <laughs> but, uh, oh, is he going to yeah. defend himself now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I wasn't beating her, I swear. <laughs> I, I, I truly wasn't. We should not make that casserole again is what the problem was. And would never. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, what happened is I was just being an idiot and oh, figure. thought it would be a great idea while she was had her back turned to uh, just sneak up behind her and just kind of hop on her back. And when I did that, she fell. Because she's half your size. Yeah, she, I, you know. Yeah, I thought, you know, this little 115-pound girl can hold up a 200-pound idiot. And I was wrong. Uh, and she went, she tried to catch herself, and she put her arm out. And when she did, it just went, just snapped. And it was the god-awfulest sound I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> you broke her arm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun to explain in the ER, uh, cause they were like, have you ever had any domestic? And they're like, no, it's not, you know, this is <laughs> ma'am, do you, ma'am. Do you want to press charges? <laughs> no, he's my husband. You some counseling, ma'am. Like yeah. once if you mean yes, twice if no. Yeah. <laughs> I told him, I think they could tell by how pale I was when we walked into the ER that I, I had made a grave mistake. <laughs> was, you know, we were living next so, to him. Yeah. I'm sitting there playing MLB, the show. And like my boxers, and I hear it's like eleven thirty at night. I like crack the door open. There stands Nancy with her arm wrapped in a, in a magazine. She's like, "Jump broke my arm." I was like, "Do what?" <laughs> I mean, under the bus. I'm like, "Do what?" Yeah. He's like, "She broke her arm." I was like, he, she said that you broke her yeah. arm. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, hey, man. First of all, you hear. If that had been me on the backside of that door, you'd have been like, ah, I got a broke arm. Ah, ah. Yeah, you hear it like, I broke my arm. Well, the <laughs> thing is, crazy. The whole damn neighborhood would know if it was me. We all smoked then. Like, all, you know, me and Tank and him, and him and Nancy. And so a lot of times in the middle of the night, I'd be, I stayed up late anyway. A lot of times, one of them up late, I'd hear, you know, you want to smoke? You know, we, got, we lived in those apartments that shared a balcony. Yeah. So it was nothing to get a rap, tap, tap, tap in the middle of the night. And so I hear that. And I look at Nancy. I got that magazine in red arm. Just broke my arm. I'll call him a He put my arm over his knee and he snapped it. Oh, <laughs> really? Bo Jackson. <laughs> Crack. Did, now, did you drive her to the hospital or the ambulance? Car? He made her take I, herself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, get out there, woman. Be oh. gone with you. <laughs> no, I, I drove her. Yeah. And uh, they got it all figured out. They got figured, so out. figured out. Yeah, <laughs> they got it figured. They out. got it figured out. Now my mom did forty-two X-rays and found out that oh, it's not her foot. Great, that'll be fourteen thousand dollars. I'm gonna have to do like a a PSA in the show about domestic violence. Now we've made fun of domestic violence so much. One of like you, if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, yeah. please call the the center that you need to call. This is not advice. This is. No, this is totally entertainment purposes. <laughs> oh man, and GameStop's back. We ain't talked about GameStop yet. It's back. It's back at it again, dude. What do you think about that? I think it's fucking crazy. Do you think it? I mean, 
what do you, where, I mean, what do you think, man, the short term, like in the next 30 days, where do you see it? What do you think going like in the next well, if they little keep, block if of they, time? If those guys keep holding, it's it's endless. Because those, those investment makers are still getting squeezed out. So what do you think? I mean, what do you think, like, where is it? Like right at three hundred now, or is it at three hundred? I think it's it hit three hundred of the day, and it dropped in to below two hundred in about fifteen minutes. Is a, a okay. Well, that's that's the last I'd heard of it um, this week. It was when it touched three. I thought GameStop's three hundred a share. I it's, think it's down. It's two sixteen right now. Yeah. Okay. Two sixteen. Wow. So you think we've been bullshitting this whole time? No, I I <laughs> I just didn't realize it was that high. Oh yeah, dude, it, it hit close to five hundred back. And all this started. That's that's pretty nuts, man. Yeah, but the good thing that has come out of it, the guys over at Wall Street Bets, they um they took take the mantra from uh, Planet of the Apes, uh, apes strong together. Uh huh. By holding, we we got, we got to hold our hold our shares, apes strong together. And so, a bunch of the people, a few of the people had had been donating a portion of of their profits. Since the beginning, one guy was donating like a hundred dollars for every five thousand he made to St. Jude. He was wow, really, you know, and he was he was posting his donation receipts on on there. So I said I would do it. This is what I'm doing, you know. Well, some of these geniuses, like you know, we're apes strung together. We just start adopting gorillas, and so these guys, since, since they are apes strung together, they started adopting gorillas through the Diane. Uh, Fossey Foundation, who like monitor gorillas in the, in the wild and stuff, and uh, the Diane Fossey Foundation tweeted today that since Saturday they have received donations uh, specifically from GameStop profits of over two hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Come on, man! Really? Swear that is too cool. Now, I mean, if you're going to hear somebody doing some kind of crazy for, shit for real, <laughs> Robin Hood something, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, I like that. Yeah. They've done that. They've been, uh, donating to all kinds of, uh, like a, a Falcon, uh, rehab refuge. It donated to a bunch of animal charities. Uh, but yeah, the big one has been the Diane Fossey foundation. Uh, those guys are adopting gorillas for like 500 bucks, 500 bucks a pop and putting money. I don't know how much it costs. I think it's a hundred dollars or more. You can adopt a gorilla. And so those guys have been pumping money into the Diane uh, Fossey foundation. Almost three hundred thousand dollars in about three or four days. So it's it's just it's at least these wow. guys these autists are actually doing something with their money <laughs> to make things better. You that's, know that's what I'm saying. I like that. I like at least knowing. And there, I'm sure there may be other people doing it out there in the world. You know, doing the same type of thing. You know, but it would be nice to from time to time hear some good news. Oh yeah. You turn the TV, radio, any kind of news source, pretty much, and it's just going to give you a punch in the mouth every single you know. So every once in a while, man, say say something good. Tell something good. You know, I I like that. I like I like hearing that somebody's doing. You know, they've they've made they're making a lot of money. They've done. They're now they're doing something good. Right. You know, I just, I like that. Um. Oh shit! I was going to tell you. Um. So with all the the um, stock market movement, yeah, you said, man, that you cashed out of everything. Oh yeah. Well. Funny story about that too. When I cashed out of everything, a week later after I cashed out, Robinhood sent me an email. Hey, we gave you a free stock. You got to go check it out. So I went in there, did my little scratch off they have on the screen, and I got a free stock of something that was like five bucks. 
And so I'm just still sitting on it. <laughs> it's going to have to sit there. <laughs> Check it out, man. As soon as, soon as the, uh, you, you, I mean, you realize, man, the timing on when you took your money out and when the market tanked about two weeks ago, man, was perfect. Like, what well, can I say? I'm a guru. What do you, what do you just, mean? I'm just saying, as soon as I started, as soon as I saw like there's like a four day sell off or maybe, excuse me, it may have been a five day, but everything, man. I mean, all your tech, tech industry, man, really took a big nosedive. Yeah. It was the week before, man. You'd just taken all your money out. I thought to myself, golly, man. If he, if he took his money now and bought everything on sale. I'm not going to. I'm just I'm not. I mean, it's not over yet. It's still going to drop. Because yeah, that's what that was. That was kind of the thing. Usually when they start quantitative easing, like we talked about last week, they start printing money. When they start that, they always expect a big drop off right when they start doing it. And then they'll steadily start ticking back up. So they've been doing quantitative easing since two, at least 2008, Obama, Clinton had even started doing it back before Clinton got out of office. What happens is as soon as they start doing it, there's always a big drop in the stock market. Okay, let me let me clarify. The stock market is not the economy. No. It, it's an, the S and P 500 is an indicator somewhat of what's going on in the economy, but the, the stock market is not the economy. The economy is not the stock market. They're two separate entities. Totally. Um, so when they start quantitative easing, there's always a sharp drop, usually in emerging emerging uh, uh, fields. So usually like your tech fields, things that are brand new, they're going to get hit the hardest. More high risk. Because people are going to pull money Gross. out of that and put it into something more sustainable like oil and and, and natural resources. Commodities. Right. And so then it ticks, 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 ticks. They put more money into the economy, sharp drop, tick, 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 tick. It always goes a little bit higher than it was before. Quantitative easing hits, big sharp drop off, and then it ticks, 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 ticks. It's been doing this since the late 90s. Dip up, dip up, dip up. And then you have something like 2008 happens where the banks have been buying up all these shitty subprime mortgages. You have a big drop off. Well, then they have to do even more quantitative easing to, quote, save the banks because they're too big to fail. Then you get another big tick from all that money they pump back in. And then a little bit more, they, they pump more in. Drop, go back up a little bit more. Drop. The stock market right now is as high as it's ever been, ever. I mean, it's it's big, so the drop is coming. I'm just I don't know if it's going to be like a 2008. I don't know if it's going to be a, a Great Depression drop, but it's coming. So when do you when do you fit? What's your time frame on that? What's your I mean, like I, I mean, with your thought of that? Okay, here's here's the thing. Okay, we're about to get another stimmy check. <clears throat> get that stimmy, you know. Um, so we've, we just had, had that drop just now because he announced the stim- stimulus was coming. It's now starting to tick back up again. And so the question is, is, is something finally going to break to crash it? Or is it just going to be, is it going to be a more roller coaster? Cause you can't keep, you can't keep going up uh, regardless of what the guys at wall street bets say stocks don't only go up, right? You know, <clears throat> We've been in a bull market now for 10 years, 12 years, since 2008. It got pretty bearish there after that happened. And so it's been a steady tick up ever since then, the, the, the last big drop off we had. And so bull markets can only run for so long. There's There's got to be a breaking point. But do you think that the... The downturns, you know, when they when they tick up and then they take the downturn, you know, and they pump more money in. 
Don't you think, man, that's kind of the pressure release valve on no, the No, because thing? when they pump more money into it, <clears throat> it's building more pressure. And now they're talking about doing universal basic income where everybody gets a, a check every month whether you work or not. Or if you choose, if you don't want to work, you get a basic income check. Would, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't even all that added on top of it be even more um, uh, bullish news overall? Because you it, know that's it, I mean, if they're pumping the money in. Now it looks it start bullish. Yes, up. yeah, it looks bullish. But what happens when the U.S. currency gets so so devalued from printing more and more that it's no longer considered the the world the world reserve currency? So, so when do you think that tipping point oh, would be? How much money do they have to print in order for that to to? Come it don't out? matter anymore because it's already worthless. You know, no. But I mean, if they're if they're continuing to pump more money in, okay, is it? Do you think, man, it's like a a two year, a five year, no, a ten? I, I year, think it'd be further out. Twenty I, years. I think it's. I know there's no like specific way you can go. Okay, right. it's going to be this. But think, just what your gut <clears> telling you is leaning toward like how long? Like a within ten years. Ten years. Okay. Within within from within ten years, so five to ten. I'm, I'm gonna say before 2030, there, there's gonna be something big that drops. Whether it's more more super extreme quantitative easing, whether it's just people lose lose total, um, people lose total confidence in the currency <laughs> I, I gotta pick, try that sometime. i had to pick that word out of the air um whatever it may be whether it be another something like a housing bubble maybe it becomes another tech bubble a dot-com bubble something's going to happen to reset this stuff and it's going it's it's going to be uh i think we're getting a glut now of of tech companies Everybody and their grandma has got a tech company coming out of their garage because VCs are just handing out money. They're, they're, they're throwing darts at the dartboard, and trying v, to hit and something. VCs are venture capitalists. Right, I'm sorry. For, yeah. for somebody that, venture capitalists, you know. And venture capitalists is just somebody with a lot of money sitting around, and they're looking to make that money work for them other than sitting in the bank. So they'd like to invest or get a business started, you know, by saying, okay, look, man, I've, I've got lots of money. And and you're looking to start a business. I like your business model. I like where you think it's going. So let me fund it in some way for a percentage of the business. Just for the people that don't know anything about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I forgot we're talking to people. Um, yeah, my dumbass was over here thinking Vice City. So. <laughs> or the Viet Cong or something. We got goddamn Charlie getting their money. There's <laughs> <laughs> a VC whatever. For, for all my gaming buddies out there. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> we'll make the VC, baby. Yeah. Um, no, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think something's going to happen. Who knows what it is? Um, I think it's going to. It's either something's going to have to reset the market and reset the the currency, or things are just going to fall apart. So, do you think um, that? I mean, there's, there's. I don't know, man. This this conversation can kind of go a lot of different ways, but so do you think um, that Bitcoin will find its way into an anchor? She had already had hit it top sixty thousand this week. I, I know, but I mean, in long term, do you think like in that within this before twenty thirty, do you think that it'll play a, a for real pivotal part cryptocurrency in general? Not necessarily just Bitcoin, but I mean, there's a a thousand different 
versions of it. Right. Do you think something like that will eventually take the oh, place sure. of or or be the 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 light switch, you know, it goes from one to another? I don't think it will. And I also think um I don't get into conspiracies. I don't want to see <laughs> the guy starting to say they, they could be using uh the fall of standard banking currency. They could use the fall of that to stabilize Bitcoin because Bitcoin has been on a run. Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if that really work out or not. Cause I'm not a smart person when it comes to, to cryptos and how it applies to, to standard currency. Um, but yeah, I think more people are going to Bitcoin because they see a value in it and, and good for them. Um, Addison, my boy Addison over give it some thought. He bought some stuff online this week using Bitcoin. Really? Yeah. Just more and more websites are, are, are taking it um, because they see they see a value in it. So, I mean, would he be paying like through Square or PayPal or no, somebody no, cause that's, that's it, doing that? You can't pay through them because it's, it's pay, the point of Bitcoin is it's totally anonymous payment. It can't be it cannot be tracked. That was that was the whole point of Bitcoin to begin with, to be an anonymous form of payment. So I could buy something from you without you knowing who I am. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I just didn't know, man, if your friend had gone through one of those platforms to make his purchase, no, if that I, was the I'm not sure what platform he used or what what platform they use for payment. I'm really not sure, to be honest with you. I did I did hear this week of uh several times this uh this commercial uh, of Visa um, being a crypto um, card. They have a crypto card mm. that's a metal that's backed by all your crypto. Got you. I didn't look into all the details, man, so I don't know anything, but I'm just saying that now all of a sudden you're hearing, you know, Bitcoin is the best money we've ever made. Visa, the metal card or some, something <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they tried to, um, Ah, oh, shit. It was like the crypto that Facebook was going to do, Libra. Yeah. You remember that? I do. And that was, <laughs> was like backed by every bank in the world. It was like MasterCard, Stripe, Visa, all these big all these big companies were going to back this cryptocurrency. And I heard a guy on a podcast like, man, I bet Zuckerberg was like, what can I do to make conspiracy theorists shit themselves? I'll make a crypto coin with all the world's biggest banks. <laughs> They're trying to bring on the apocalypse himself by doing this thing. But I think it failed horribly. I don't even think it got off the ground. It just petered out to nothing. I, I knew I hadn't heard about it in a while, so I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, that was like four or five years ago when they announced yeah, they announced that, was, that. That was a while. Yeah. Oh, man, you don't get into the news, guys? Get it. No? Yes? I'm going to start off pretty controversial here. The U.S. Army halts gender-neutral fitness test as women struggle. The U.S. Army is considering scrapping its new gender-neutral fitness test because women have been failing in much larger numbers than men. Research showed that the Army Combat Fitness Test, or ACFT, which is the same for male and female soldiers, was leading to lower results for women with a knock-on effort for promotions. An early Pentagon study showed women are filling the ACFT at a rate of 65% compared to only 10% of men. 
Congress has halted implementation of the new test, and the Army has begun an independent review on whether it was fair. It has been suggested that the standard test could be evaluated differently for men and women. The test includes six events, a maximum deadlift, a standing power throw, hand-release push-ups, a sprint, a drag-and-carry test, leg tuck, and a two-mile run. Those taking it must score at least 360 points out of the possible 600, and those who achieve higher scores are more likely to get promoted. However, the average scores for women so far is said to be said to have been 100 points lower than the standard, so around 260. Congress has now declared the test in its current form should not be a factor in deciding whether someone gets promoted. Expected changes include how core body strength is tested in the leg tuck. Instead of hanging from a bar and tucking the legs to the chest, soldiers will instead be given the option of doing a two-minute plank exercise. Early research showed female soldier scores improved with the plank option. So, this is kind of what I talked to when the girls were on. Uh, I've got no problem with women being in a combat role, being anything in the military. I've got no problem with that. If they can do, if they can do the same thing the guy can do, if she can drag a guy to cover, pick up a wounded soldier and tote him, more power to her. You know, but my problem is having standard, having separate standards for men and women. Unless they're working in an all female group or, or an all male group, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my reason why I state it is because after 9-11, they had started the air marshal program. They had the guys fly on the planes about the plane police. Right. When they first started it, they weren't graduating enough air marshals because they set standards to be an air marshal, and no, and very few people could meet those standards. So what do they do? They drop the standards. Then you start getting you start getting substandard guys and girls being air marshals. Well, then quality is dropped. So basically, man, you went from a NFL linebacker to a referee. Yeah, or NFL linebacker to a junior college linebacker. You know, just yeah. not 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 even on the same level. Right. You know, and so yeah, that's been my only problem. Talking about having women in combat roles, I got no problem with it. If she, if she can shoot, if she can save a life, if she can do whatever. Fine, great. As long as it's the same standards across the board, instead of cutting corners. Now, granted, this I think was more of a, like an officer candidate type thing, and your your chances of being promoted depended on your fitness test. And women weren't fit weren't weren't hitting the standards in those fitness tests, therefore less likely to become promoted. What well, do you think that it was like a um, like there was maybe like ten things they were being graded on? It's for promotion. Yes, what I listed off there, the just, deadlift and yeah. toss, yeah. No, I'm talking about not just physical. Oh, just, yeah, got you. But, you know, maybe an emotional rating, maybe a, you know, intellectual. Classroom rating, right. All, I mean, all the different things. And and physical is one of the ten. Right. If, you, if you're if you above average, you're you're going to score better, and you're, it's going to be a better overall score for you to be the promotion. If it's just one notch and a list of notches to – you know, be considered for promotion, you know, then it shouldn't be that big a deal, you know, because you'd want your best people higher up, regardless if they can do 50 push-ups versus bonehead that can do a hundred, you know, I want the, I want the best person for the job. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Regardless absolutely. of how many push-ups they can do. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, that was that was a big force source of contention. Seemed like on on the show, well, maybe not so much on the show. But my thing is, they implemented this gender this gender neutral training. We're all going to do the same because we're going to prove that we're all the same. We're not all the same. Uh, back of the, I found some diet when I was working for you. I was like, hey, check out this diet. This guy, you know, he dropped this much weight. <laughs> you're like, let me see that. And you were reading it. And you're like, motherfucker, this guy was like an Olympic alternate in biking. <laughs> He's an elite level athlete. You're not going to drop this much weight doing this diet. This guy is built different. You ain't the same. You're some big jughead from the South. You're going to lose that much weight doing what this guy did. Oh man. I don't know, man, that I said jughead. <laughs> I was paraphrasing. I was cleaning it up. As the kids say, <laughs> you called me much more worse things than that. Oh man! Uh, we're all kids. Buddy. Yeah, I gotta find this other one here. Um, how about some? How about some dumb crook news? That's always for fun. A Texas man who used a loaner car from a dealership to rob a bank and then buy the vehicle was sentenced to a twenty years in federal prison. According to court, <laughs> what's wrong, Judd? You're already no, shaking your head. No, <laughs> I hate this plan. I, I do. According to court documents, Eric Dion Warren, 50, was in the process of finalizing the purchase of a BMW in the summer of 2019 when Warren went into a bank and walked up to the teller. The 50-year-old then put a bag from a fast food restaurant and a note on the counter. The note read, this is a fucking robbery. Pay me or die. I want $10,000 in 50s and $100 bills. And now you got one minute or you, I will kill you. After showing the teller the note, Warren pulled out what looked like a handgun and said, I ain't playing around. I only want hundreds and fifties. Authorities said 15 minutes after the robbery took place, Warren went to the dealership in the loaned vehicle, according to, to employees, began waving around the cash. He entered the dealership's finance office and attempted to finalize a purchase of the BMW by giving the dealership $3,000 in cash as a down payment. When Warren was in the dealership's finance office, the employee received a phone call informing him the recent, of the recent bank robbery. The employee finally realized the vehicle using the bank robbery matched the vehicle the dealership had loaned to Warren, and the employee alerted law enforcement. When Warren was arrested, he had more than 5000 with him, and the serial numbers matched those stolen from the bank. Police also found a painted pellet gun resembling a real handgun. I mean, that's... <laughs> it, it, that's hard to... Imagine somebody even being that much of a jughead. Somebody, that, I mean, <laughs> how, how do you think that's going to end? I mean, did you? I mean, I mean, you were shaking your head beforehand, man. Yeah. You know, and I swear, man. Like at first, I thought, oh my gosh, this dude's going to find a dead body in the back of that thing, just like the dude last week. You know, <laughs> in the van, <laughs> in the van. Uh, that's just incredibly stupid. Yeah, that's that's about we've we've devolved. I love reading dumb crook news. Because you're like, surely no one is that fucking dumb. And they always just outshine themselves once again. There's got to be some, some, wow. I don't even know what to say. That's, <laughs> that's pretty ill-advised right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's, a, here's one. I think I, let's see here. This comes from uh, from London. 
the situation was so strange it it took the police staff sergeant a moment to figure out what was what he was staring at. The officer had no idea what was going on, said David Rose, Lambton's Crown Attorney said. Shortly before 1 a.m. on August 28th of 2019, the officer patrolling the downtown core in a marked cruiser noticed Kenneth Manis sitting on a white chair in a dark alley behind a theater. The 48-year-old man was completely naked and soaked. Mr. Manis had completely covered himself in Mazzola corn oil and was sitting in the alleyway in public, pleasuring himself. Rose said while reading an agreed statement on facts to the courtroom earlier this month, Manis was arrested, charged, and on March 4th, more than one and a half years later, pled guilty to willfully committing an indecent act in a public place in presence of a police officer. But Manis, who turned 50 about two weeks ago, had an explanation. He said he was treating a few friends to some drinks earlier that day, and is pretty sure one of them slipped him a stupid substance in a bid to make him overdose. I've had this happen a few times, <laughs> said Manis, who added he wouldn't have done that deed otherwise. It was a bad night, and it was a bad time. <laughs> it's certainly friends, man. <laughs> Damn. Uh, better. Uh Let's see here. And use olive oil next time, you idiot. <laughs> it certainly was, Mr. Menace. Justice Deborah Austin responded shortly before imposing a suspended sentence and probation. Defense lawyer Robert McFadden said his client was, quote, very, has, his quote, has, his client has very little uh, reconciliation of the incident due to the narcotics. But he added, there's no doubt in his mind or my mind McManus was there, and the officer found him performing the act on himself. That's uh, well, that guy's way better off than the bank robber guy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, okay, man, that's just a stupid drunk night, but well, we know at least just... one of those guys got off. <laughs> oh God, I don't, I don't know, oh, man. No, no, somebody did. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he was cop blocked. <laughs> I can't have y'all on for shit. (laughs) You love us. I do. I keep having you on here. It's your story, man. Oh, man. That's, that's, you know, I mean, um, way back in the day, there was a, a college buddy of mine. His sister was dating a guy. Okay. So this is several people removed. And they were living on the coast. They were around 21, living in an apartment, and very edgy party people. I mean, they were they were wide open. Right. And um, my friend, uh, he and I were talking, you know, uh, we talk a couple times a month. And uh, he was like, you'll never believe what happened last week. And I was like, oh, yeah, tell me. He's like, okay, so you know my sister, her boyfriend, um, he's such a a jackass, man. He wound up uh, buying some acid to take for the party that they were going to have over at their apartment complex. Several rooms, several of them that were going to get together and just throw a party. And it was in the summertime and whatever. So he had bought a sheet of acid to hand out to his friends, then they were all just going to trip out and have a party. Well, 
he got like a couple of hits in him when he first bought it. He goes, okay, I'll just take a couple of hits or whatever. And then, which to me is like, what the hell are you thinking, man? Pre-gaming with acid? Yeah. Just, and plus just eating a couple here, man. I got like a hundred in front of me, man. I think I'll just eat a couple. Like, you got to think, what are you, hang on, man. You know, you're just in the middle of the day. You know, you're, you got 10 hours. You got before. all night to do you this. Got all night. Slow down. So day by tripping. the time. By the time, right? By the time, man, everybody gets a gets around and stuff like that. This guy's full blown, man. He is like off in the jungle, just running wild. Well, everybody, somebody starts saying, "Hey, man, where's the guy with the acid?" We start, you know, we hear blah blah. Well, okay, so they finally find him. He's got it in his hand, the rest of the sheet, and he's like, "Fuck y'all, you ain't getting any," and just jams it the whole mouth. The whole, oh like, shit, it's a hundred hits of acid on this sheet, <laughs> and all of his friends are like going. Dude, that's so fake, man. I mean, where'd you put it? Come on, man. I mean, we're fixing to kick it off. You know, he's like, chow, 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 chow. he's like, woo woo. Everybody's like, and somebody was like, going, I think that was really it. This guy just takes off running, you know. He just like just took off, and they're like, come on, man. You know, tell us where it is. Tell us where it is. they didn't believe him. All right, so about three hours later go by, they're like, all right, so they're pissed off with the guy, so they're just like, all right, you just you party by yourself or whatever. So they're down there pounding drinks in their own apartments downstairs or whatever, and my buddy's telling me, he goes, about that time, this guy who ate that sheet, somebody found him naked, okay? <laughs> He's in the upstairs apartment. He's got his furniture throwing it out over the balcony into the pool. He's butt naked. He cleans out his whole apartment. <laughs> Throwing all of his furniture, all of his clothes, his microwave, everything. He cleaned it all out. He's butt naked doing all this. And by the time, of course, man, 15 minutes of it goes by, somebody calls the police. Yeah. And from there, man, it got funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. They show up with like five cop cars, he oh, said. God. Everybody had tasers out because the guy was just belligerent, man. He got hit with like three strings of it. Just, <laughs> you know, he wouldn't stop because he was just zipped. You know, he was. Anyway, he was. Uh, so he wound up spending like two or three nights in jail and they never gave him any clothes or anything. They made him stay butt yeah. naked in a, in a, like a, Holding cell. Holding cell. Yeah, like yeah. by himself, like a drunk tank. Damn, dude. Yeah. That was, uh, so I don't even know why I was telling you that story. It's a great story. That's why you're telling me. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. I forgot what we started talking about. Oh, man. That's the best part about this show. There is no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. We just talk. <laughs> Another rabbit hole. Another rabbit hole. <laughs> I got one more here for you. Uh, basketball announcer blames using the N-word on his diabetes. There's nothing a lot better than than somebody getting called on a hot mic live. It's always something good comes out of their mouth. You know that baseball announcer last year uh, for the Reds last season. He, uh, well, shit, what was it? He was they were playing San Francisco, I think. He's like, who is it today? San Francisco. Talk about fag city. And he was. He, <laughs> he thought they were at on, a, on a break, but they had they had just came back from their commercial, and so like. An inning later, he's like, he's like, I've been told I was called on a hot mic. Um, he called the guys. We take it. He's gonna be taking over for you now. It's been a pleasure serving. <laughs> they canned him right there. It's been a pleasure serving Cincinnati. I don't know what's gonna happen to to you, but this guy's gonna take you home. Thank you. And he signed on that. They, they canned his ass. He walked out of the press booth and it was gone. Ouch. Yeah. So this guy. 
an Oklahoma City, I'm sorry, a Oklahoma high school basketball announcer who called players who kneeled during the national anthem the N word was issued has issued an apology and blamed the use of his racial slur on his type one diabetes. On Thursday, March 11th, Matt Rowan, I can't, I can't read whenever I see I see just start laughing. I'm like, well, this is going to get good. On Thursday, March 11th, Matt Rowan went on a racist a racist tirade after seeing the girls silently protest racial inequality. Quote, they're kneeling fucking N-words, he said, thinking that his microphone was off. I hope Norman High School gets their ass kicked. Fuck them. I hope they Jesus lose. Christ. Come on, Midwest City. They're going to kneel like that? Hell no. Rowan released a statement through his lawyer on Friday, March 12th, saying that he most regrettably made some statement that can't be taken back, even though he initially claimed he wasn't the one who made the remarks. He continued, I made inappropriate and racist comments believing the microphone was off. However, let me state immediately that this this is no excuse. Such comments should have never been uttered. I'm a family man, I'm married, have two children, and at one time, I was a youth pastor. I continue, to, I continue to be the member of a Baptist church, Rowan continued. I have not only embarrassed and disappointed myself, I have embarrassed and disappointed my family and my friends. The basketball announcer then went on to blame his outburst on his spiking sugar levels. I will state that I suffer from type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking, he, asked, he added. While not excusing my remarks... It is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as heart hurtful. I don't believe that I would have ever made such horrible statements uh, absent of my sugar spiking. The Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association, which hired the game's announcers, said they are currently investigating the incident. Damn and sugars, I, man. You know, I don't. I don't have diabetes. I don't know anybody just right around me, so I. I don't know of any. If that's normal, they can get combative. If so, their sugar is spiking, mm-hmm. and and they, they for some reason they always fight getting their injection. So they, so does your dog ever start getting no. combative and start barking <laughs> n words to you and yeah. stuff, man? Or no, <laughs> no, she don't do that. Um, She's ornery all the time. Anyway, she's she's never been a, a happy dog. Um, but no, I, like I've, I've known people who were type one diabetic who have taken injections, and when their sugar spikes, um, they'll fight. They'll fight whoever's trying to get them give them the injection. As far as this guy <laughs> becoming some slave owner, all of a sudden, I don't know about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Wilford Brimley. <laughs> oh, and come if on. you suffer from racist outbreak. <laughs> At basketball games. <laughs> We've got a pill for you. It's my diabetes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's always something. It never fails, man. I've I, I never heard anybody blaming um, racial epithets on on uh, on their sugar. <laughs> that is, that's pretty weird. It's so. a medical out, man. There it is. <laughs> what it is. It's the one we've been waiting on all these years. Got medical outs. So now, well, I saw the I saw a video the day of a girl God. who was uh, she had Tourette's, like severe Tourette's. Some people have like ticks, or they have the the outburst where they use expletives or or, or they click or whatever. She had it all. This girl 
I mean, I, you, you feel for because she's right. rocking, you know, and and she's snapping her fingers and stuff. And plus, you had that they had the nasal swab in their hand, and so the guy is super patient with her. They're at a table like this, like across from each other, you know, and and so he's holding up the nasal swab, and she's doing her rocking thing, and she goes, "Fuck, fuck!" And she's like flipping off the nasal swab, you know, and she's rocking <laughs> back and forth. And like at one point, like she like nose dove door dove toward the nasal swab, then jumped back, and the guy pulled it back. Like she almost like jabbed herself in the eye with the nasal swab, oh. you know. But yeah, I was like, man, I feel it's even she was laughing while she was doing it, but you feel bad for because it. it's something that she cannot yeah. control at all. Oh man, you know, I mean, that's that's got to be terrible. And I got to thank South Park for that. Cause I always thought Tourette's was people who just cuss all the time you know couldn't help it but then i found out through south park that they have ticks they snap their fingers tap certain things or say certain things over and over and over again and it's not always explicit this is like an extreme version of it apparently i didn't know that's terrible so what's been going on how's your mom doing harpoon uh actually man i went to go see her today i went and did a little grocery shopping for her. um she's doing good to, actually she goes tomorrow to get her first shot Oh, she's getting a vaccine also? Yeah. She's, um, you know, she's in her 80s, and she's very active. And this whole past year has absolutely just been, you know, she's, she's never in her whole life been a whole year, I guess, without going to a store or anything, yeah. you know. I mean, she's gone through drive throughs and, you know, a few things here and there, you know, very, very, very limited exposure. And um my brothers and I, you know, we've been trying to make sure that she's got everything brought to her or whatever she needs. So <clears throat> she's doing good. She's excited about it tomorrow. She's excited, you know, to to get the second the second vaccine too, so she that so she can go. You know, right. she wants to feel like, hey, look, this is the process, and if I get those two, then I can go somewhere, and I, sh- you know, and I and I'm I'm if that's you know, I, I'm excited for her because she's excited. Oh yeah, good. I mean. Um, your mom, you know, if anybody ever met her, they would not think she was anywhere near 80, 80 years old. Oh, no. She, she is, man, young at heart. Like you said, she's always on the go, 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 yep. you know, whether it's just coming out or, or she come, come work at your restaurant every once in a while, yeah. you know. Um, she don't look 80 either. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. If somebody, if you didn't know she was 80, you would never think she was 80. Yeah. Nowhere near it. Yeah, she's in her 80s. I mean, she's... Oh, 80s, sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a... Yeah, she's, you know... Well, you imagine how many how many other things she's been through in 80-plus years on this planet. God, You know, and just nothing nothing ever to this point right. has ever stopped Shutting her from doing down. it. That yeah. just completely killed everything. Yep. You know, it's yeah. got to be just heartbreaking to she's, her she's got a one of her really close friends that she went to school with grew up with they remain friends throughout um and from time to time they'll meet up and go wait i'm saying all this pre-covid um you know meet up and go eat lunch and then they might go shop for a little bit or just go and just do something together you know what twice two or three times a month maybe you know just from time to time and uh you know, even her friend, you know, she she lives about 30 miles away and they both, you know, of course, they call each other all the time and stuff. And they're like, man, I can't believe we ain't hung out in a year, you know, or we neither one of us have gone to a store or, or we've never we've not done anything because they both just pretty much self-isolated. Yeah. You know, and just trying to trying their best, to, you know, to, to make it through, make it through. Yeah. Yeah. Be safe. Um, 
She cooked some really good chicken last night. <laughs> Speaking of that, she's an incredible cook. Yes, she and, is. And uh, she uh, she cooked some chicken. And when I went over there today, man, to to uh, you know to, to go grocery shopping for her and stuff like that, she's like, "I'm gonna send a plate of this stuff back with you," you know, for dinner. I'm like, "Shoot, yeah, shoot, yeah, that's great." <laughs> Did it make it back home, or treated them away over here? No, man, I did. I did have a. <laughs> I did have a no. I got I got some for late for, for late night, but um, I did take a bite while I was there. While I was no, standing there, not. while I was standing there, and I was like, Ooh. "Quality control." Absolutely. You got to make sure it's all right. Uh, yeah, so, how about how about you, man? What you been doing this week? Shit, dude, I ain't done a damn thing. It's my my week off. I got the bikes out. It's you, warm. It's warm weather now. I've been riding. Oh yeah, dude. That's I. I looked at my weather app. I was at work last week and I was like, fuck yeah, nice weather, nice weather, nice weather. Then it like started my off week and it was like rain, rain, rain. I'm like, fuck. Tornadoes. <laughs> what? Exactly. Great. Right. Um, yeah, so uh I came over here to the garage. Uh shit. When was it? Um Saturday? Yeah, Saturday I came over here. And uh so they're they're kind of just Rubbing on them a little bit, you know, give them a little bit of love. I looked outside. I'm like, I don't think it's going to rain. I'm gonna... So I left here and went like 20 miles that way wow. and came back around. Went out there. That, there's a spring out there. I don't know if you know what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went through the spring, hung out for a little while, came back and came up the interstate. And I was, uh-huh. you know, I'm not really big on riding the interstate down that way because they hadn't got all that construction done yet. I mean, up here it's nice because they, they've been doing all that repaving, you know? Right. And so I don't mind going like from here pretty, pretty much all the way North as you can go. It's, it's all brand new. But out that way, it's still old concrete for, for the road. And so I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to open this thing up, trying to burn off. It's been the same gas in that tank all winter long. Oh yeah. So I want to get it all burned out best I can so I can put, put some fresh gas in it. And so I got on the interstate, man, and wasn't hardly any traffic. I mean, this was like at three on Saturday. And it was, it was, I was behind a guy towing a camper all the way back to town and I was doing 80. It's cool. So I don't know how fast he was going. I mean, he, he was well, at four, least 81, four or five car lengths <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> I don't do math. Come on. <laughs> And so, yeah, we got out there and, and, and he was, I got in behind him and I think maybe three or four cars when I went past us, but yeah, I mean, I was hauled till all the way back to town, came back, went down, uh, rode down on the levee down there yeah. and then, then came up through town and turned on the road out here and just opened it wide up, just blowing that son of a bitch out, just getting everything out That's of a it. good ride right there. And That's so, good. uh, came back and parked it and then, um. Yesterday's out there. Pops came out there, and uh, and we were just, you know kind of we were sitting there talking, really just bullshitting. I said, "Well, I think I'm gonna get the fat boy out and just take it for a spin through town." Hell, you mind if I tag along? <laughs> Hell no. <Yeah. laughs> so he 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 threw on his helmet. And he got on that road king, and we tore up down the road here in front in, in front of in front of the studio, and we went all the way down to ran it back into town. Came and then went down along the levee. We came back yeah. up through town. We were doing like sixty through the middle of town. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just, we had it hammered down going through there. Wow! And 
if any law enforcement in our area listens to this, I was not doing 60 through town. I promise I was doing the legal 35 mile an hour speed limit all the way through town. How them um, Duke boys going to get out of this? That's, that's a bucket of syrup. <laughs> um, and so you know, we went, up, went down by the college and do you want, are they building like a, a new dorm down there or something? Have you seen that construction? Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah. Is, is there a new it's dorm? It's a new dorm. God. Yeah. It's going to be um, boys and girls. They're, going, they're doing co-ed down there? Co-ed. There I can't believe that. Have they been no. doing it for a while? Co-ed? Yeah. No, no this will be the first one. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not, you know. No, this is the first I don't know. One. I didn't think they did. Uh, wow. It won't last. <laughs> it's going to be I'm a, just saying. We have it's, population boom on the college campus. <laughs> There was one co-ed dorm when I was going to school, but it was mainly exchange students, and um, I mean, it wasn't a big popular thing. Almost, almost everybody wanted to be in the dorm with, you know, same same sex. Yeah, but I don't, where, it, where it I went to, go ahead. it could have been packed out. I don't know, man. I never even went in it. <laughs> yeah, I went to that seminary up in Missouri for, for a, for a year. And, uh, they were really big on, you know, uh, you couldn't walk between the couldn't walk, guys couldn't walk between the girls dorms, girls could walk, walk between the guys dorms, you know, they, but the biggest girls dorm there faced the main parking lot. They had the damn blinds up, changing clothes and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Trying to accomplish. Do you not know there's a parking lot where the entire school parks right facing your room? I'm like, we don't have to walk from the, the girls' dorms. We're getting we're getting the whole peep show right here broadcast to us in the parking lot. You know, you think someone would tell them, hey, keep your blinds pulled, <laughs> changing clothes, you know. <laughs> Pretending like they don't know. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that? Did you? You didn't see anything, did you? Mm. Unless. <laughs> Y'all been busy this week? It picked up today. Um, of course, I was, I was, you know, from nine till two o'clock, I had one. <laughs> Where were you parked? Um, well, when I got to work this morning, I wasn't in my car. Uh, Uh I was in dad, let me borrow his car, uh, so I could get to work while mine was in the shop. Uh, and then I got the phone call today at about two o'clock and went and picked it up. Um, so I'm back in my car now. I got you. um, Well, when I drove, it was was dad's car. I got you. I I didn't see your car and I was like, but yeah, it picked up okay. We ended the day about normal for a Monday. So that's good. Once people started getting off work, then stopping in. Did I have a big St. Patty's Day sale going on? Got no. any green smoke blowing or anything? Like <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm trying to get this thing to work. Jake, you got your laptop? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is you got a good one? It's pretty. It's decent. Is yeah. It? Check, please. Hey, I got you. Oh, there you go. You got me in both ears. Got you in both ears. Look at you. How about that? We finally got it figured. Wow. Out. I love watching old people use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not, you are not that far behind us, buddy. Believe me. 
Oh, I think I am. No, 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 first no, no. things first. What are you doing, lighting a candle? And then I have a question for all of you. Are you all Masons? No, no, I'm only one. Are we all one? Oh, my Masons. God. Oh, my God. He's okay. Well, I'll send you gentlemen some literature. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Addison, this is Harpoon. That's Judd over there. What's up? Nice. Uh, nice to meet you, gentlemen. You too. Now, we were talking earlier about um, about using Bitcoin as, a, as an actual currency, like a tangible currency. Um, right. And Harpoon wanted to know, uh, I told him, told him that you had purchased some stuff online using Bitcoin, and he wanted to know how you used it. Cause it, it he said, did it go through Square or PayPal or something? I said, I don't think it did. So you, well, that's kind of the whole purpose of Bitcoin is that you can, you can use it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's super decentralized. So like one of the most popular exchanges where you can buy Bitcoin is Coinbase. Um, but you can also buy it on like Robinhood, the cash app. Um, I believe PayPal is either adding it or slow rolling it. I think, I don't know. I I haven't seen it in my account, but I didn't know they, they allowed it on Square or PayPal or anything. Yeah. Both of those, but you can buy, you could buy it on both of them. I had no clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, both of us you can. Yeah, because the catch app is owned by Square, so that's that's Square. And then, and which, by the way, if you're gonna buy some, fuck the cash app, but <laughs> cash app, fuck Coinbase, and what's the other one? Uh, there's a couple others. Well, yeah, I saw an ad today um, that literally said, "Crypto.com, buy Bitcoin instantly with your credit card." And I was like, "Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> get get your fiddles, because Rome is burning." <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about earlier. We were talking. I was talking about how you know about we got talking about quantitative easing again, and and no. you know when it's going to happen, and I, you know five years, ten years, twenty years. I said probably within the next ten years, something major is going to going to drop. Well, I think even sooner. I haven't looked to see if this has changed, but the last that I heard, there was like the the Federal Reserve was talking about a uh, a digital dollar by twenty twenty three. Right. Which is which is a lot sooner than ten years. Um, my whole thing is that yeah, I mean, I, I really just think that's just like, I mean, it's machine money. Like, what what the what's the fucking point? Like, I I mean, I don't know. You know, it's 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 weird. You, know, you I know? didn't even introduce you. This is Addison Todd, host of oh. Some Thought. <laughs> he decided to to drop in on my show at my request. Um, and we were, at your request. At yeah. my request, yeah. It's like I said, we were talking about it earlier, and I just wanted to. I know you had you had purchased something recently. Uh, online using uh using crypto and i just didn't know didn't know what what you use for the transaction to happen yeah so in, in, anywhere that you buy crypto that has a wallet now some places you can buy that it doesn't but most do uh, um actually uh, well no cash app cash app you can't actually send your bitcoin so all you need is a bitcoin address to just send it gotcha. and so most yeah most things online that you can buy out of bitcoin it's really just a matter of some plugin or some API that then verifies your transaction for a certain number of times. And then that's, it's just like a credit card. Then they, then they mark it as, as done. Gotcha. So do they take, yeah. oh, just say for example, um, like you take 500 bucks and you want to go buy Bitcoin with it. So you go buy $500 worth of Bitcoin. And right. just since it's been happening here lately, you know, it's been, it's been going up in price quite, quite a bit. So you're right. So your $500 worth of your $500 purchase maybe goes to $600. So in, right. your, in your bank account, do you, I mean, or in your wallet, do you have 
$600 worth of spendable internet money, basically? <laughs> well, well so, okay, so that kind of depends as well. Um, so like Coinbase, you'll be able to check and then you can see a U.S. dollar amount. So like in the scenario that you, you know, just gave, if we just stuck with those numbers from 500 to 600, like you'd be able to see 600 U.S. dollars. And, it, and I mean, it would be doing that based off of the amount of Bitcoin that you have. And then you could sell it at any time through something like Coinbase. There are a very few companies that have like debit cards. Um, the one that I use and have used is Uphold, U-P-H-O-L-D. And obviously, Hango, since this is going to go on the air, this is not financial advice. <laughs> Thank <the> you. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, so I use that. And then what that'll actually allow you to do is, actually, I think I had it. Yeah, I think I got it sitting right here. <laughs> so I have a debit card, my Uphold debit card. And then numbers. I can get those numbers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, there's, not, there's nothing in there. So have fun. Uh, I sold all my crypto because the machines are trying to kill us. Hang up. Here we go. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, well, and then in the app, I can just choose like, okay, I'll fund it with my Bitcoin wallet or whatever I want. And then as I swipe the, the debit card, it automatically does the exchange from us dollars to Bitcoin. Okay. Do you, do you have the option to pay in Ethereum or any other yeah. different yeah. one so, you can, it does the, it does yeah, exactly. all the, the, you know, whatever you've got the most of or whatever you want to spend or whatever Exactly. that you, you punch, you tell the, the, the payment processor, I want to pay in this currency or this particular exactly. one. And it just takes off of that balance. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly how Uphold works. You can actually select and you can say, okay, I want to use my Bitcoin, my Ethereum, whatever. Like they'll even let you spend, I mean, you know, if you got enough in there, they'll even let you spend, you know, like any kind of altcoins you have. So, wow. so technically you could, you could like use the debit card and spend Doge at, you know, That's what I to say. if you want right. to <laughs> <laughs> buy this with my 10,000 Doge coins. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So that, yeah, I mean, and that's, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I want, I want you to fill uh, my listeners in on uh, Brave and how we use it over at Tripod. Oh yeah. 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 So, so Brave is actually a really cool, you know, little cryptocurrency and network that they got going on that I think is, is, is kind of cool despite my views on the technocracy, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> basically brave is a, is a decentralized browser, a privacy focused browser, um, that rewards you, uh, for the ads that you view. Now, and there's a lot of things out there that do this. A lot of apps do that a lot of, you know, uh, but this is a browser, which is something that everybody has to have. And so basically it just trickles ads at you and you don't have to click them or anything like that. And, um, the, the neat thing is on mobile, uh, there's actually not even any images. So it's basically just a headline for an ad, you know? So, and, and it is based off of your browsing and they say that, you know, um, you can opt out of that if you'd like, but you know, so I get a lot of crypto ads, a lot of crypto, uh, uh, companies advertise through Braves network, but then they reward you through their digital token and it shows up in your wallet. I believe it's every month, um, that they reward you out. And then of course you can purchase that, um, the brave attention token BAT is the, is a, is the token. Um, and you can purchase that, like I said, on Coinbase, I, you can't purchase it on Robinhood, but big crypto exchanges you can buy. Um, and then, yeah, then you can go to websites that have verified themselves as a brave creator and just tip them automatically using their, you can just, you can just right, right in the browser. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even leave. You just tap the button. Boom. I want to send them a tip. Um, you can also set up, um, and I've never done it just cause I've got too much and uphold and whatever else, but you can set up auto contributions. So you could say, I'm going to fund my, my, my brave tokens with 10 bucks a month. And then I'm going to give 
tripods, for example, five bucks a month or, or whatever we wanted to do. So it's, it's, it's really kind of cool. And I, so for the decentralization, you know, as far as the open internet is concerned or what's left of it, rather, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, seriously, it's, it, we're really seeing a war of the decentralized internet versus the others. I, I you know, truly, but, um, podcasts are another one that cryptocurrency is, is getting integrated into over at, uh, the podcasting 2.0 stuff too, which would be really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Also once you do, um, once you fill the guys in on probably what I think is probably one of your greatest thoughts. If you will. <laughs> I, I want you to tell the guys about your, your business opportunity of, uh, Shit. the thought ranch TM. Yeah. Yeah. About well, Thoughts. T-H-O-T. <laughs> a thought is that hoe over there. There's a lot Once of thoughts yeah. online. There's a lot of thoughts on Instagram. There are. Yeah. There's Insta thoughts oh, and there's okay. TikTok thoughts and there's, yeah. There's Snapchat. It's a, it's a, gro- it's a growing problem. Quite <laughs> and so Addison's idea was. Whores everywhere. <laughs> you know, on all these influencers, they always have, they're always next to a Ferrari while they're pitching their, their Forex scam. You know, or they're standing in front of their neighbor's yep. house where they're pitching their forex. One hundred percent. And so, yeah, so you—that's what I'm saying. You, you, you set up. This basically, is, this is his idea I, right here. This is this is his idea. <laughs> Go ahead, tell him about the thought range. So, Go ahead. So basically, you set up a place. So, are you gentlemen familiar with Dan Balerian? I know you are, Hango. Yeah. You're familiar with Dan Balerian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so the guy's like a millionaire, and like you could scroll his Instagram, and it's just like just titties and like weed, just the whole thing. And jets and machine guns, and he's just a nut. He's crazy. But so that's what I'm saying. You take that, and it's a photo opportunity. And then you can just charge people. You say, hey, okay, it's 1500 bucks an hour. You come out here. You get to shoot the machine guns. You get to take pictures with the, with the girls. You get to do the whole thing. They, put, they, they tag you on Instagram. You tag them. It, it's one big reciprocal. Community. Now looking back, it's a den of iniquity is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, his whole pitch but was: you, time, know, you pay fifteen hundred bucks, you come out for the exactly. day, shoot the machine guns, right. take a picture with the girls. There's a Ferrari in front of the Ferrari, pictures. right? Yeah. So you get the whole lifestyle, you get the whole look, as many pictures as you can take. It's a month's worth of Instagram you just posts, just right, right there in one, exactly. In one day. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You just schedule it, get your crew to come out, take the picture with the whores, and you're done. <laughs> I think that would work out around Vegas. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's what I'm you you, what you what got I'm your saying, first one over here. I, I think I think that would work around <laughs> Vegas because you'd have access to all of that stuff. Oh yeah, you have horse, exactly. you have guns, you yeah. have weed, you have cars. And yeah. you have people, those, yeah. those those could be packages you could sell to the whales and the people, man. Yeah, Florida, I think like hundred percent. Addison, I think you've 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 you found your way. Well, you know, you <laughs> my way. Yes. <laughs> I'm married, bro. I'm not talking about the fat ranch. Yeah, you, uh, you can build it. You don't have to. You don't have to. It may be like Moses. You meant to wander around for 40 years before you did. Oh, yeah. But you can never go into the promised land. Please don't. You can do it from afar, but you cannot references. go. I, I'm not going to hear biblical references from a Mason tonight. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I, come on, bro. You see what I've been reading? Did I show you this? Yeah, you should. Look at you. Well, your conspiracy okay. theory books. Go ahead. Esoteric Hollywood. Sex, Cults, and Symbols in Film by the great Jay Dyer. Terrific book. I was reading it to my kids earlier. This is the president uh, of our network, guys. This is, this is who was broadcasting yeah. us. <laughs> this is Tripod Embody. And this is the other one I'm about to finish. This is called, and you know, Hango, you're, you and your friends are in this one. I'm sure we are. Uh, yeah. Hidden Finance, Rogue Networks, and Secret Sorcery. The Fascist International 9-11 and Penetrated Operation. Here we yeah, go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then here's a book on secret societies when I get done with these other two. Well, I can guarantee you those are all lies. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, no, no. It's it's getting weird out there, man. In all seriousness, it's getting weird. And I know I know you're 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 wanting to move on and I'll let you do that. No, you're fine, second, dude. <laughs> we'll wind you up well, and cut you loose, man. Go for it. Yeah. So my mom texted me today. And how, uh, how, how, how is Vicky? How, how is Vicky doing? She's good. She's good. Right. Um, I said, or she, she sends me a video from Bumble. Huh? Okay. Hang on. It's just, it's, it's one of these alt YouTubes. Okay. Yeah. I know what Bumble is. Go ahead. Or rumble or whatever. Rumble. Okay. Or I, I, whatever. It's some, it's some alternative YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, it's a video. It's about 10 minutes long and it's, it's making the case that JFK Jr. is is this guy? Yeah, is yeah, your exactly. mom gone full QAnon? No, no, no. So, so, so we actually had a really good conversation today. Okay, and I told her, and I was like, I was like, I, I, I really, I was like, I hate to say it, but like, this is all bullshit, and 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 I really think that there's a grand deception coming. Even if you buy like the scriptures, for example, I was like, I do. Th- and I mean, you know what I think it is, but but I was like, I think there's a grand deception coming, and I think this is all just distracting bullshit to get us to close our eyes to, to, to all the other shit that's going on that, that like, that, I mean, they're handing, they're handing most families like between three and five grand, dude. Yeah. Like this, this is fucked. This is so fucked. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's like I told my wife the other day, you know, cause we're talking about, okay, so, you know, should we do this with it or that with it? And I'm like, what we should do is fucking go to Mexico with, it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like because, because honestly, like this is, I mean, you know, the great reset cl- is clearly underway and, and I, I honestly want to avoid it as, as quickly and as often as I can. Maybe she's like a <laughs> band aid. We just pull it off all at once. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what your friends want. You to carry us <laughs> into the new saying my friends, I've been dude, doing come- some reading. Don't, don't fuck with me. I, I know what you guys are about. I, listen, listen, I, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you. You said you wanted to get deep with me the next time you had me on, and I know you didn't want to do that tonight, and I'm not going to, but believe me, I've got a chamber, and I'm going to hold I'll, you to, to, to the sins of your brother. Did you know this is <laughs> this is a unedited zone? There are very few things that we do not say on my show. You know that. <laughs> All right. Well. So I'm, like I said, I'm just going to wind you up and cut you loose, man. Well, you know. Well, I'm, I'm relatively calm tonight. I already had tonight's pre-roll, so I'm pretty. Well, at least you're sticking <laughs> your medicine. Pre-roll, <laughs> bro. You think? Well, here's another one. Speaking of which, check out mydelta8.com for, oh, for sure for, for, for pre-rolls, cards, and edibles. <laughs> Where did I put my other pre-roll? Oh yeah, this is That's this is the green crack stoner one. problems, man. You done lost your done lost your weed. No, dude, whenever, like, so my wife will sometimes sit at this desk to get something done and she'll literally say, she'll be like, you know, all I do is I sit here and I look around at all the different ways to consume marijuana. (laughs) 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 You think she's kidding? No, I believe her. So, so so here's an eighth of Delta eight flour. Yeah. You know, here's an eighth of dispensary flour. Uh Here's, here's some THC oil. You're not drinking your weed water tonight? (laughs) No, no weed water tonight. You know, they haven't had those. It's kind of depressing. I think you drank them all. Shit. (laughs) 
on that note, Addison, it's been great talking to you. <laughs> Forget him. <laughs> I mean, I don't, if you want to be done. I don't. <laughs> well, these guys have got. Notice, notice I mentioned the Masons and he wants to cut it off. Yeah, I, I think it. we need to edit this right now. Where's my beat button at? You, you're going to get your own episode, buddy, and I'm going to hold you to it. Trust me. Dude, I'm all for it. I, I, I told what you. Le- are you. What level are you? Are you clear yet? <laughs> asshole. Oh, whatever. All cults are the same. What's up? <laughs> all right. Let's see. Where's that mute button? At? No, I'm joking. Uh, well, no, we, we just been, I've talk- been reading the scriptures, man. And it's been <laughs> we weird. <laughs> we, 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 read, we read some news tonight. Had a we, we learned that type one diabetes makes you racist. So oh, that, that, well, that was no. fun to find out. <laughs> So, how many shots are you on a day to control your sugar? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I, do, I, I do. I do it. <laughs> I do eat too much sugar, hundred percent. But it's not bad. But you're not going to stop. Well, I'm trying to get better. I, I, you know, so actually, I'll tell you this. Earlier tonight, I set my fasting timers again. So I'm going to try and do where I don't eat until noon, and I stop eating at eight p.m. Right. That's so. so I've I tried doing some intermittent fasting and I did good about the first month, and then like it's, it's so hard to do intermittent fasting when you're swapping your sleep schedule constantly, you know, because you can't just sleep through your eat time anymore. You're awake during your eat time now. Yeah, if I was you, there, there, there's really no way <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> I'm gonna for try normal to get... people, for, <laughs> for people of the day, and not bringers of light. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> what vampires do, man. I mean, <laughs> luckily I get, to be, I get to be a day walker half the year at least. Can, can you imagine? Here we sit having this conversation, and it, it was all predicated on the fact that I answered your dumbass telegram message. My my dumbass telegram messages. Like I don't wake up to fifteen of them every day, and just endless gifts of idiot I mean laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's just funny. No, that's why I asked no, you if, like if you were busy. Years because, ago. What's that now? I, was, I said I was talking about like two years ago when you were like, hey, heard the show or whatever. Like, imagine if I just blocked you. Sir, that was four years ago. Then you wouldn't be here staging a coup on me on my own goddamn network. <laughs> <laughs> there is no coup. Come on. Yeah, well, says, says, says the Mason. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look over here, buddy. Stab. I was going to say, throughout history, that's what the Masons have always said. Quit ringing we that bell. there's no coup. You, you, I'll yeah, it was you, you at HW that, that popped JFK. I know. You, you watch one new episode with Alex Jones on it, and you lose your damn <laughs> mind. Look, <laughs> you watch Alex Jones get drunk on Jameson. <laughs> Dude, that shit was... It was, it it was top-notch, yeah. That was, oh, it was it rare. Was, that was a yeah. rare Jones. AJ was that on was, it. He was blotto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he was he was all the way in, brother. Like oh, yeah. I, I at a certain you know certain points, I was like, oh come on, pull it together. No, no, like, when, you know, no one's going to take anything away. When he put that, Joe, watch uh, Alex Jones was on flagrant the flagrant two podcast. Uh, it's it's a video podcast. Yeah. And at one point, not, yeah, I wasn't familiar either. At one point, he put he put on like a like a mask, like, like a oh yeah, like a, yeah. And he had a gold AK. He was like, la, 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 la. 
Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> He's like, that's what made me look at it. Exactly, dude. He just wound tight, man. Dude, that's for sure. Shit, he was dude. he was loose. That they gave they had brought a bottle of Jameson. They might as well put a put a nipple on it, and give it to him because he he bubbled that some bitch a couple times. I mean, blah, 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 blah. my man. Oh yeah, he was like, man, you a jig, man, yo, kick it back. He oh, was, yeah, he was gone. Yeah. Well, Addison, thanks for coming on to my show. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Totally destroying until you, until my, you my, my things. <laughs> thanks that you came here and totally, totally just, just shat all over my plot to uh, take over the world. Um, because Harpoon was saying earlier that man, it's so funny that you pulled you pulled your money out of the stock market you know, right before it took a little nosedive last week. I'm like, yeah, what do you, you know? What can I say? I got friends. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know you do. I've been, I've been, I've been fucking reading about him, buddy. Yeah. I'm, telling you, I'm, 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 I'm gonna ask you about a few of them when we get on together. That sounds Trust great, me. man. Look forward to that. That's oh, yeah. a little promo. Look forward to my next appearance because I will grill him. I, I may have you on. Uh, may do it. We may. I may chamber one just, just for the heck of it. Uh, Appreciate the giggles. Just for shits and giggles, but just just to you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of an evergreen. I get it. Yeah, no, you, 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 we can talk about anything just forever. Uh, it's not true. It's not we. It's mostly me just asking you a question and cutting you loose. Well, that's I've been I, reading about UFOs, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But uh, yeah. no, we are recording uh, the first ever tripod mega cast and. Uh, try to get together with the boys up there and just have a big, have a big hoot nanny. We're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to, I can, I can record 240 hours in this board and we're almost hit record when I first get there and just let it run. <laughs> I'm just going to let, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Addison tire himself out. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to come and I'm going to come and fuck with your audio is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, well, no, no, no. I, <laughs> there's got to be a way to, there's got to be a way to fix because it still sounds a little a little garbled. I know it doesn't on on, on most Zoom connections, so I'll, I'll fuck with your computer when we get up there. You're not, you're not, <laughs> yeah, I know how you fuck with Apple computers. You put a sledgehammer through them. I know what you're doing. Oh, get out of here! Here we no, go. No, no, no. Anything for MegaCast, bro. This, this is Junior Junior Tech Kaczynski we have here. He he thinks that computers are coming to eat him. Oh, you're not wearing I'm your glasses. They're going to read your mind. They're dude. coming. Oh, fuck off. They're gonna read, <laughs> They're gonna read. They're gonna read everybody's mind. They already are. Like they, they like, it's big data, bro. Yeah, I got a story to tell you about I, that. Done. Actually, uh, I had a we had something happen the other night at home, and I showed Tinker, and her jaw dropped. I'll I'll, to, I'll I'll message you about it later on. I'll look forward to that. I'll oh, man. enjoy it. And- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. See you, bud. See you. See you. Yeah. So that was Addison Todd, <laughs> host to give it some thought and. And uh, CEO and and chairman of of Tripod Broadcasting, he's he's a hoot, man. He's if if you haven't checked out, give that some thought. Now you have no reason not to because it's it's that it's green flag racing nonstop over there. They get they get some deep stuff. Uh, we just like to shoot the shit around here. What's wrong, Harpoon? You look kind of shell shocked. You all right? I'm good. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all is. I'm just he's wild. Uh, anything I show and talk about tonight? My garden tanked. Your orchard you planted? No, not my orchard. No, okay. My garden so far. You know, I was starting a bunch of stuff from seed. Right. Nothing? Just all of it. Just across the board. All of it. I think there's like one plant left 
what was was it already I, was it too, still too cold outside or anything? No, I didn't put it outside even yet. I mean, it was oh. nothing nothing changed other than the fact I think that I I um, torched it pretty much, man. Put too much fertilizer or something on it and uh, oversprayed it or something. But uh, I I pretty much got to start from zip, which which is a total drag because man, I mean, I had a lot of stuff. I was super excited. A lot of a lot of different plants going. But yeah, I came in the other morning and everything was just laid over flat. I was like, "Holy man!" <laughs> Are you using any kind of grow lights or anything? No, it's just sitting. It's just kind of there, getting sunlight through the windows. Oh, okay, got you. I just pretty much dedicated a corner of my front dining room, basically. Nobody's in there. Yeah, and uh, I've just got different planters set up laid across the, in the, the, in the corner. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's it for me. Jet, you got anything? Nope. I do want to give a shout out to Matt, co-host, to give it some thought. He was, uh, we got our first bit of mail for the Hango show today. Uh, he made some strawberry preserves and sent me a jar of it. So thanks to Matt. His episode will be coming out the week before this one does. So, uh, so y'all will hear Matt before, uh, before y'all hear this one, but thanks to Matt. I really appreciate it. That was super nice of you, man. And, uh, I look forward to coming by your restaurant and eating again, uh, just top notch food. And he, we had a, we had a really good conversation. Uh, I had a had a blast with him. We went for over two hours, just just diving into everything. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I hope you did too if you listened to it. Well, guys, if I got nothing else, we'll get out of here. Harpoon Jut, thanks again for coming by. See you, absolutely, really appreciate it. And thank all y'all for listening out there. Please go by tripodbroadcasting.com. Check out all the shows, including Matt and Addison. Give us some thought. We got Ricky and the guys over at uh, Barnhill Outdoors. Aaron, I have the high ground if you're into Star Wars. Also go to evils.com, E-A-B-L-E-S.com. Save 15% on some premium CBD with the promo code HANGO, H-A-N-G-O. Also go by mydelta8.com, see what they got going on over there. Uh, And thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please rate, leave a review, subscribe to the show so you get it straight to you. I hope you come back next week. I had a big time with these guys. Love you guys. Love all y'all out there. Hope you have a great night. Talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye.